Testing. Whew, that took it out of me. Hello, my starchy substitutes. This is your high-calorie host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his puffy replacement cast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Just to add a little spice, I'm going to do my very own Mars trilogy here on the show, and the following story will be the prologue to that. Normally, I hate prologues, but it turns out that I don't if it's the only thing I've got for you on such short notice. If you hate prologues too, then it's actually a prequel, or a prelude. Whatever you want to call it, just make sure it begins with the letters PR. So to some of you, especially if you don't listen to the next three shows, this is just a pre-story. So today's pre-story is about almost everybody's favorite moon except for a couple of jerks, the moon. If at first you don't succeed at mooning, don't moon moon again, just re-moon. Re-moon by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Everything was going along just fine until an errant flyball from little Jimmy Hockstetter went a little high and shattered the moon. All the kids ran home before they got caught, but somebody must have squealed because soon the president was knocking at the door saying that Jimmy's father was going to have to pay for a new moon. It was the first time Jimmy was glad his father was in prison. The president shook his fist and laughed. But the WSF, the World Surfing Federation, demanded some sort of action because without the moon they'd soon be forced to change their name to the WFF, or World Floating Federation, and those initials were already being used by the highly litigious Wildlife Floating Federation who were totally biased towards ducks. Now before we go any further, I don't want any letters telling me that the moon causes tides, not waves, because everyone knows that. It's the wind and the currents that create waves, although the tides are responsible for some of the currents near coastlines, but what everyone doesn't know until I made it up just now is that the moon creates the wind and all the other currents, and also peanut butter, so fuck your science. Meanwhile, the WSF hatched a plan to fix the moon by sending a squad of international surf ninjas to break Jimmy's dad out of prison. Moments after their arrival, Jimmy's dad stood alone in the rubble of what used to be the corporate-sponsored Triomino's Pizza Federal Prison. The ninjas weren't the stealthiest of their kind. Once Jimmy's dad knew the score, he was pretty sure he didn't want to bust out of prison, thank you very much, and he lay back down on the rubble of his bunk and pulled some blanket rubble over himself. That might have been the end of it, but his liberators enticed him out with surfing coupons, which weren't actually a thing, but for all their lack of stealth, no one could say that international surf ninjas couldn't think on their boards. Alright, fine, Jimmy's dad said, but we're not fixing the old moon, we're gonna build an entirely new moon, and do it right this time. You know how they used to say the moon was made of green cheese? Well, it wasn't. And if it was, none of them would have been in this mess, thanks to the impact-absorbent characteristics of cheese, and Jimmy would have been lauded for his game-winning home run. It was time to set things straight. The WSF followed Jimmy's dad's plan to the letter and assembled an army of gorilla milkmaids and milk butlers who would steal into barnyard across the planet and squeeze the full teats of pre-dawn to make the largest cheese ever known. After that milk was turned into cheese by some mysterious process, the International Surf Ninjas attached those hunks of cheese to the outside of every rocket going into space. Once in orbit, the pre-programmed cheese packet would fire off its own bottle rocket, and you could get like a dozen of those for what, like 99 cents. It was a deal. Never let it be said that the World Surfing Federation wasn't frugal. To join up with the other cheese packets in the place where the moon once sat or floated, or whatever the fuck the moon was doing there when it was doing it. It only took about 700,000 years to bring it all together, but when it happened, there was a swell new moon, and Earth was known all over the Galactic Federation as the planet with the sorest cow boobs in the universe. Surf's up! If this story milked you with cold hands, you can squirt it and other draining fluids all over the URL of the lactating nipple, bewarethehairymango.com. Type something boring in the comments for this post or gallifree mail me and we'll time lord it all over everyone at the office at matthew at bewarethehairymango.com or master the art of showing up to class TARDIS at bewarethehairymango at gmail.com. I'm certain that the SF and SF signal stands for sore foot, which is what the once again Hugo nominated sfsignal.com always gets because it kicks so much ass. Tell your local paper hanger on the street that he should spare the lives of those poor papers on their 
way to the gallows and instead bliss out while listening to the show. Yes, I know their skins are put to reams of good use, but what are the moral implications, especially in this age of e-stuff? The killing and skinning of electrons is much more acceptable. And fun. Tell all your twits that following me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity is the next best thing to summer picnics and happy sunbeams, walking dogs in the park with your favorite person by your side, playing frisbee on the beach, singing songs with your friends, baking bread, making love to someone else's uncle, or shooting heroin. Subscribe through PayPal and get an erratic subscription to the most astounding of all newsletters, Shaving Scum, the official newsletter of Beware the Hairy Mango. In it, you'll get to preview upcoming mango stories as well as read all new syllables just moments after they spill from my bubbling brain. This podcast is metaphysically squeezed from the lower intestine of a philosophical conundrum, freshly stimulated by a time travel paradoxical glycerin Creative Commons attribution non-commercial 3.0 ported license suppository. Until my gumption has been gotten up, this is one of many Matthew Sanborn Smiths telling you that sodomy has gotten a bad rap, especially when Gamora-y is so much more weird and painful. My eye is still sore from last night. Good night.